The Velvet Hammer, an inside look at trial lawyer life with Karen Kohler. Real life stories about fighting the good fight. I was in a status conference yesterday with, oh, I don't know, a dozen or so attorneys, half of them defense lawyers and half of them lawyers for other plaintiffs on this consolidated case. And our judge had, at the defendant's request and against our objections, brought what's called a special master into the case. And a special master, historically, is a retired judge or super experienced uh, lawyer who comes in to resolve certain parts of the case to assist the judge. And the parties get to pay for them, hence the plaintiff's. Uh, always resist, and the defendants who like to do the billable hour and charge corporate clients always want the special masters. And at the conclusion of the hearings and status conference, which took something over an hour and a half last night, I ended by saying as follows to uh, former Judge Halpert, who is our special master. I said, Judge Halpert, I would like to ask if you would consider a different title so that we do not have to call you a special master. And she looked slightly puzzled and then and got it right away. I said the connota- connotations of the word master, which we've all been willing to disregard over the years, are just inappropriate uh, in today's society. Enlightened society, we would hope. And she agreed. In fact, she went and reported to us later today that she went back to the judge on the case and talked to him about the term special master. And he told her that the title would be changed in her case to uh, special discovery judge. Why would I raise anything about that word to a court? Um, Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't we? you ever just noticed that you've been passing something, maybe on a walk or a drive that you've just taken for granted? You haven't, it hasn't even caught your eye. You're just so used to seeing it there and it just becomes part of the fabric of life. Unexplored life. Well, that's what's happened to the word master. This isn't the first time I've encountered the word master. And by the way, I don't feel that, that I'm a particularly thin-skinned person. Um, I'm willing to overlook people calling me honey, darling, and um, giving me little squeezes. I'm in in a uh, professional setting. I I just don't care about what people do to me in that regard, as long as I uh, can uh, not feel like that it's to intimidate me or something like that. And I can certainly slap away anybody as well as anybody else. But The word master has just started to increasingly irritate me over the years. Let me give you some some examples. I have been a single person for 20 years. I have bought several houses. And I love to decorate. So I have PowerPoint when I decorate. <laughs> from this is my hobby, one of them. You know, this particular pattern here and this piece of furniture here and here's how we're going to move it and yeah, I do honestly believe it or not, yes. 
I am an interior decorating PowerPoint queen. Um, so I have my PowerPoints, which have all the slides of all the different stuff that I want. It's like, it's like a trial exhibit for interior decoration. I never call it the master bedroom, which is always going to be my bedroom because it's my house. I'm not a master. In fact, I'm not a mistress. I'm not a madame. I'm Karen Kohler. I'm a female who owns a house who's single. So I've resented the term master bedroom because it connotates something that means that I don't rise to that standard. I am not masterful enough. I am not a master. I'm not big enough. I'm not manly enough to have a master bedroom in my house. Again, super small, not even barely an irritation, really doesn't bug me that much. But what does bother me and what I've started to see is that why are we using the word master? I like a lot of historical um, novels, including trashy romances, as you know. The word master was used in Regency uh, England and then by the servants. The servants always called the head of the household master. And, okay, so they were at least paid for their wages, even if nominally. But if you go over to the United States, or honestly, just about any country in the whole world, there were masters and slaves. The, mas- the slaves belonged to the master. The genesis of that word, which is a male word, the male form of that word, is nasty. And so when I hear that word over and over again, initially I just, hey, that was the local jargon and I accepted it. But I've started to see that people are realizing <laughs> Why are we using this word? Why are we using this word? I am getting ready to speak uh, at a seminar in two weeks for a BODA, which is hmm, American Board of Trial Advocates, which is an invitation-only group, which um, I belong to for, I don't know, probably 20 years. Uh, Once you've tried so many cases, you can get invited to it. I think you had to try 20 cases as a lead counsel to verdict. Well, the seminar that we're speaking in, which is the culmination of the full year, every year they have a big dinner. I don't know that I want to go to the COVID dinner, but they have a big dinner following this big seminar, which is a good seminar, and it's called Masters in Trial. The legal profession should be leading the charge to decontaminate the language that's used to honor officials, to honor prowess, and to scrape it out of the law. I read that there is a law student who is going to be arguing before the Supreme Court here in Washington um, for the court to scrape out racist prohibitions, which are not enforced anymore in old land use documents, in title documents. These racist prohibitions 
Um, ye who is black or yellow or red or brown cannot be uh, a homeowner in this area. That kind of stuff. I'm surprised that they even need to go argue that before the Supreme Court. I mean, who's arguing against that? Someone going to actually say, well, we think that the racist language should stay in. That's the extreme example, right? When there's racist language and laws, shouldn't that just automatically come out? And who argues against it? These are the things that I think about when I have too much time on my hand. Like, who's going to argue against a racist law? It's like, it's ridiculous. I mean, in favor of a racist law. But there are. Anyway, back to my point. I think the word master needs to go. I, I, I don't know how, how do you, how is it okay? Why is it okay to keep language when the foundation for the, the word was nasty? Slavery is the, like, the bane of American history. It's caused div- divisions that have lasted to this very day. Servitude is one step above. And we're not, and the servants, servants, they, they lived in shacks on the property. A lot of them, as still happens to today, if they came from a foreign country, have to pay off their wages. There's other language that I think that we should pay attention to, and as an older person, I have to admit, I am, I am lethargic in my ability to spot it. It takes me enough irritations to realize why, why is this still going on? And I'm not the first person to come up with this. I mean, I think Microsoft and other companies are trying to scrape out the old um, IT language of having a master and a servant or master and a slave. I think they still, I think that they IT people had masters and slaves. Those wires and things were called masters and slaves, still are. It's not conscientious to just rely upon history of usage and complacency. That's, that's, that doesn't advance us. So that's just my thought for the day. I think that we should get rid of the word master. I join the movement to unmaster our language. And I really think that the law should be taking the lead in in a lot of this. Any of the lawyers that are kind of lazing around, don't have enough work to do. I think that we should just go root out all the racist, sexist, um, horrible language that exists in our still, uh, on the books laws and get it out of there. I think bar associations should have, what are those called? Mm, mission statements or goals that they, that they're, one of their goals is to make sure that there is no such language left in the laws. Anyway, that's my thought of the day. I want to thank Judge McCullough for coming up with the term 
special discovery judge and retiring the term master from our case. Over and out.